This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. I'm Tim, and I'm here with Luigi Dionorio De Mayo from Ava Labs. And uh, nothing that we talk about today is financial advice, but we're going to have some fun, aren't we, Luigi? We're going to definitely try. Nice to nice to be here. Um, thank you for the time, and then look forward to chatting with you guys. Yeah. So so thanks. Yeah. This is this is really exciting. Uh, Pool Together is on Avalanche. I am personally interested in some projects on Avalanche that I'm really excited about. And so would love to hear just about your journey uh, to, to Avalanche. How did, how did you arrive there? How, how did you, how did they snag you? <laughs> uh, well, it's been, it's been a long journey. Um, so I started my career out in, in, in traditional finance. Uh, I worked at Citigroup for about seven years, uh, holding multiple different hats, but mainly as a trader. So I traded CDX, which is uh, an index of credit default swaps, and uh, and also I sat on the equity desk. Um, so was able to kind of have a lot of just markets and fin- finance experience. And then, um, you know, at a certain point, got really tired of working for one of the largest organizations in the world. And so decided and was able to kind of like really discover crypto a little bit more. Uh, this is around 2015, 16 time period uh, when Ethereum really started to just just get going. Um, I started to attend a bunch of meetups and, and go to all the conferences and really start to understand kind of what what, what could potentially be possible with smart contracts. And um, I got really excited about it and eventually um, raised seed funding for a DAP that I was building, which was uh, in 2017, which was to uh, solve misinformation online. So crazy, crazy type of... Uh, uh, a thing to solve, interesting time to try to solve it, but ultimately not a lot of infrastructure and in blockchain at the time. So sort of difficult to get the market with something reasonable. Uh, and then uh, when DeFi started to come along, uh, personally got very involved. Um, it's just kind of somebody, I think, just bouncing around that space a lot uh, and was also doing some consulting at the time on M&A and strategic advisory stuff. So uh, when the opportunity came up, I had been following Avalanche since the uh, paper dropped on the consensus and was super intrigued and, uh, you know, reached out and, and, and it ended up being a good fit. It's, uh, it's, about, it's about 10 months since I've joined. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. I, uh, I worked in Midtown Manhattan uh, pre-COVID and I, I just want to know how many uh, finance bro vests do you own? Uh, good question. So I own, uh, let's see, I have my city vest that I used to wear on the desk every day. And then I have this Patagonia one that I, I'm embarrassed to wear, so I don't wear it. Um, and uh, I think I think there's only three. And then there's like heavier ones that I wear. Um, so what is the crypto bro outfit? What, what's the version? What's the crypto version of that? Yeah, I wear like uh, non baggy sweatpants and a hoodie all the time. That's as I'm out on Long Island right now. That sounds like the Long Island uniform. Uh, yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, just like exercise, like exercise clothes is kind of high. Yeah, to you got to be comfortable, right? Crypto is not right. comfortable. You got to be comfortable. So, right. so uh, what? You're, it's really cool to hear your origin story. Really, I mean, what a what a 
massive uh, thing to tackle, which is misinformation online in 2017. Uh, But you arrived at Avalanche. So so how do you explain I like to, because I talk to my mom when I'm driving out to Long Island from Brooklyn, and and I have to talk about crypto things, and I and I always try to imagine how I'm going to explain something to my mom about. Yeah, I just talked to Luigi from Avalanche, and she's going to be like, "What's Avalanche?" And then I'm going to explain it to her. So, how would you explain Avalanche to somebody uh, who has no clue about crypto? Yeah, uh, great question. <laughs> um, so Avalanche, uh, Avalanche is effectively a scalable blockchain. Um, you know, m- many people have heard of Ethereum or Bitcoin. Um, you know, and Avalanche, in a lot of respects, is very similar to Ethereum. But uh, from our perspective, proposes some some advancements uh, uh, as that relates to consensus and also uh, various other architectural things. But uh, in, in the spirit of trying to keep this simpler. Um, effectively, what Avalanche is, is a blockchain that allows people to submit transactions, uh, have those transactions verified in a decentralized way, in a trustless way, um, but without the limits of proof of work, uh, meaning that uh, they end up being much cheaper and faster than um, the existing solutions out there. And then, and then uh, go into Ava Labs, and uh, you know what's your team look like? What are you guys trying to do with Ava Labs? Sure. So Ava Labs is uh, is pretty large at this point. Um, it's about a hundred and hundred twenty plus or so um, in terms of people. Uh, the functions, I mean, the functions span uh, a variety of ways. I mean, Ava Labs is the is engineering the core platform of Ava, Avalanche, continuing to um, put out updates on it, as well as build tooling. So Avala, uh, Avalabs built the uh, Avalanche Bridge, which is a bridge from Avalanche uh, from Ethereum to Avalanche. Um, so that's something that was completely developed in-house. There are many other things being developed uh, in, in terms of tooling, as well as uh, core platform upgrades that they plan to bring to market. But uh, Avalabs is also uh, doing uh, BD, for the Avalanche uh, ecosystem, um, marketing, um, you know, a variety of functions to, to, to effectively bootstrap and, and really build out the ecosystem. The, uh, the longer term vision is to really focus on uh, how do we, you know, build out tooling that can be really useful for developers and, uh, and community members in the ecosystem going forward. Yeah, I love that. I don't know why I called it Ava Labs, but I say Avalanche. I guess I would have to be com- I would have to commit to say Avalanche and Ava Labs or Ava Labs. That's really yeah. fun to say. I'm an Ava. I'm an Ava one. We we go we, yeah. we fight with people all the time on the on the Yeah, Ava. for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, side question here. This isn't in the chat or together Avalanche song. Say that again. Have you heard there's a pull together Avalanche song? I have not heard that. Oh, I'm so excited about pool together on Avalanche, on Avalanche. And then it repeats on until infinity. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Who wrote that one? I did. Ah, nice. Tim did. Hot Mike did. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we, we did a meme contest when pool together launched on Avalanche. And uh, my, I made that song and I sang it and it won the meme contest. I'm pretty proud about that. I wish I had a Po app to brag to show that I was the meme master for that one. So 
Very cool. Very, very, very and, cool. And now, now I got to sing it for you, Luigi, which just makes it even more special to me. Yeah, you um, made me so, say that again? I said you made my day. Oh, <laughs> I feel so warm and fuzzy. Okay, so, uh, so what... You know, there's this like avalanche layer two. There's 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 this kind of like mainnet versus the world kind of mentality. Uh, there are people who are purists that are like very much mainnet only, and then and then there are people like I don't want to pay the the gas fees. What are you talking about? Um, so how is Avalanche working with uh, Ethereum or or competing with? Yeah, it's a good question. One one we really get a lot. Um, you know. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of this. Uh, this competing narrative because uh, I really don't think you know. Like, if if the reason that we all came here uh, in terms of this industry, in my opinion, uh, is the sole sum of what exists right now, then uh, we really haven't. We really didn't accomplish much. And so I think the space is much larger. Uh, I think it's going to be much much larger. And so there's no reason to uh, limit you know, the growth of any of these ecosystems. There are not, there is not enough block space on these blockchains for all the use cases that will potentially exist. And so there does not, there need not be, you know, one winner. Uh, there's going to be many winners. There may be niches. There may not be niches. There, you know, this is a lot of things to, con, you know, to potentially exist. At the moment, Avalanche has lower fees than Ethereum. This is a fact. Um, you know how that looks over time is we'll see. I mean, obviously, you know, at Avalanche we think that that'll continuously remain that way, and we hope to see that be the way. But um, I don't, I don't, I don't see the reason that why, why there needs to be one chain versus another. I, I think in general it's going to always be multiple chains, a multi-chain world, and one where we all uh, grow and collaborate together. For example. Um, you know, uh, there are many Ethereum-based applications that have deployed on Avalanche. Uh, Aave, um, you know, uh, pull together uh, a bunch of them. So uh, it's good to to collaborate and cross-pollinate ecosystems. You know, from my standpoint. So I'm I'm new to crypto, admittedly. I mean, I, I've 2019 and 2020, and then I I really went all in in November of 2021. Um, and I, uh, I can't remember where I saw this. It might've been on Vitalik's up only interview, but, uh, Vitalik has, has, has talked about, uh, how the future is, is not cross chain, it's multi-chain. And so I wonder, uh, what you would say to that. If you could help me understand that, I think I understand that there's like a problem with bridging, um, mm -hmm. uh, and how Avalanche, uh, would respond to that and solves that. Yeah, so uh, first I would not uh, ever, uh, you know, even attempt to uh, kind of rebut Vitalik uh, on anything technical. Um, but, you know, from my standpoint, uh, you know, in reading what was read, a lot of that was very uh, with the presumption that the tools that exist today will be the tools that exist in the future. And I, you know, just, you know, given the way this space moves and all technological spaces move, I don't see that as... Uh, the case, right? Like bridging technology can completely change, right? A mint and burn bridge that exists today does not have to be the way assets are bridged in the future. And so uh, I think there's a lot, like, I think of it this way. Uh, I think the first chain that was starting to get bridged to was not even a year ago. Um, 
and you know bridging adoption really really started to accelerate in the fall let's say like september so to assume that the bridging tools we have after adoption occurred you know four or five months ago i think is like kind of naive in some respects uh, i think there's going to be a lot of innovation in that in that area in general um but in general i do also agree with his his, his point that you know keeping native assets on the native chains is optimal it definitely it's easier, that's for sure. Yeah, I really, uh, I appreciate that that answer. That's very helpful. Um, especially, you know, in a world where I'm just waiting to get rugged at any moment, just yeah. with my meager investments or whatever, and to hear Vitalik say something and be like, ah, and then hear that, it's like, oh yeah, I need I need like a, an app or a dApp that like reminds me, hey, that has only existed for four months. Okay, give it a second. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's really that's, interesting. That's kind, of, that's kind of how I feel. Like there's 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 bad rugs and there's like low effort rugs, and then there's like things that are trying to innovate. And like to assume that there's not going to be any like you know stops and starts that when you innovate is like. So what's what's the future for Avalanche? Even if you just wanted to give us like 22, 2023 roadmap of like what what are you excited about? So what are the highlights? uh the highlights are subnets um so avalanche is much more than just the c chain which is uh kind of where a lot of the activity lives right now avalanche has this unique architecture where uh you can spin up a bunch of uh, application specific blockchains so and this is probably really useful for things like gaming um, that require a lot of transactions and high throughput um and you know an isolated environment works quite well for that and these can all be EVM based, right? Which means that you can also uh, deploy all of your uh, smart contracts pretty pretty easily on a subnet. And most of the tooling works out of the box, as well as why, um, as well as a lot of the bridging solutions that exist right now can connect to these subnets. So if you're if you're like a gaming application, um, uh, define subnet. Oh, I'm watching the chat here. So a subnet is effectively. Uh, an additional blockchain that runs Avalanche consensus. Uh, it can it can have a custom VM virtual machine, or it can run the EVM, right? Which is what the Avalanche C chain has. You can think of the Avalanche C chain as one subnet, and there can be millions of these. You know, they can be infinitely grown. The only requirement uh, is that subnet validators must also validate uh, the Avalanche primary network. So. Uh, that is the only connection. Uh, subnets can also have their own gas tokens, meaning you don't need Avox to run uh, transactions on the subnet. So if you are a game and you want to bring additional utility to your token, you can um, effectively uh, use your token as a gas token. And then you can get quite creative, right? Validators have to stake a certain portion of it. Um, you could burn the gas token or you could redistribute it within the game or within the application. Uh, there's just a lot to experiment here. And I think 2022 and 2023 will be the year where uh, blockchains can get much more mainstream because we don't have these, uh, um, you know, throughput issues. You know, like on the Avalanche C chain or Phantom or Polygon or any of these chains, whenever there's like a big NFT drop or an IDO or or something that requires a lot of a lot of uh, attention, it slows all the other applications down. Um, however, with these subnets, that's not really the case because they're more isolated environments. 
um and then also in general right like um the the ability to have uh, additional utility to these tokens via their own subnets solves a lot of the problems in terms of these governance tokens and, and tokens with not a ton of utility so i think that you know and that's also from a regulatory standpoint so i i know i'm giving a ton of information in a very uh short amount of time and we're going to really uh, spend a lot of time in terms of our labs providing a ton of information to to users about subnets but uh this is the reason i came here uh, to have a labs was because when i read the paper um i started to think through subnets and, I, and and to me it was the only real way a blockchain can scale it cannot scale just linearly you know uh you know one highway with just adding lanes instead it just needs to be a highway with you know an off-ramp and on-ramp go to through the back roads uh, so i think that that's going to be really really unique and you know we're also one one other key feature of subnets is it allows for uh permissioned environments so if you wanted to um you could uh, have uh, things that had full kyc and whatnot you know it's not interesting to a lot of people in DeFi, but if you want to bring adoption to institutions you can you can perfectly define those things. You can define what jurisdictions people are in. You can make sure uh, they're not in any blacklisted jurisdictions if you want to. Uh, this is all uh, customizable, you know, is kind of the way I'm putting it. So does that mean uh, the the future, and I've been saying AVAX too. Jeez, I'm learning so much about pronunciation. Uh, um, so it's you, not an AVAX. Right? Yeah. That's, <laughs> does that mean that... Uh, uh, you know, it wouldn't be required to make your own subnet, would you? Would it? I mean, that sounds like it should be required. It's like, no, if you're going to do something on this, you need to subnet out. Um, in what sense? What do you mean? Uh, what would be required? I don't know. So, so for example, I I play uh, ice poker, and uh, and I re- there was a mint happening or something. I don't know, but it's on Polygon, and some sunflower game was hogging oh, all yeah. the. Yes, hogging exactly. all that you know what i'm saying so like for, for like at some point if you're hogging Ooh. everything you would be required to create your own subnet not nobody requiring you uh you you probably would want to but if you're the sunflower game and you were on your own subnet uh, there wouldn't have been any issues and you also wouldn't have ruined everybody else's day on the chain so <laughs> it's pretty interesting gotcha. yeah uh, yeah it looks if you like, don't subnet, no one will no one will like you if you don't subnet. But that's you know you, you don't way. have to. That's one way to sell it. Yeah. So so um, uh, one thing is just about on ramps, and you said like you could even do that with like, like a fiat on ramp. So like if you had a service that wanted to do KYC. So so uh, are there you know any fiat on ramp kind of on off ramps in? in through Avalanche that we're seeing, or that that you might we yeah, might wire, see in the future. Yeah, Wire is integrated. Um, you can, I think they're live on Pangolin. You can buy up to five thousand dollars worth of Avox uh, directly there with the fiat on ramp. And uh, I think Ramp is being integrated at the same time, so that's also uh, another option. So fiat on ramps are coming, and then also uh, we have integrations to centralized exchanges like Coinbase, FTX, Binance, uh, where you can withdraw Avox directly to those exchanges. And the, the, so, so the Coinbase one exists now? Yes. Oh, shoot. Wow, man, making I'm learning so much right now. So uh, you, you mentioned, Luigi, you mentioned gaming, and I'm, and I'm a gamer. Let's be real. You can hear it in my voice. Uh, and I'm really excited about this wrestling metaverse 
thing that's happening because I love pro wrestling. Uh, and uh, so I don't know if you have any, uh, any thoughts on wrestling metaverse, any thoughts on other games that are happening on Avalanche? Are you a gamer too? I am a gamer. I'm a big Warcraft and Counter-Strike type guy and Halo. Um, I uh, don't know much about the wrestling metaverse, but I will say that in general, I'm a big fan of a lot of the Avalanche games. Krabata is a fun game to play. Uh, it's also quite lucrative. Um, uh, DeFi Kingdoms is a, is a game that's coming to Avalanche. Uh, that's an exciting game to play on Harmony right now. Um, there's also Chicken Farm uh, is a fun game, NFT-based uh, idle game. So uh, these are all cool games. I think there's going to be a ton ton more to come. Um, you know, I know that there's going to be a ton more to come. So uh, pretty, pretty excited about that. And how can we as a pool together community support Avalanche? Uh, we've we've been really excited to be on Avalanche with having the the Avalanche pool, uh, but how how can we show and be welcoming to Avalanchers as a community as well as contribute to the growth of the protocol? Yeah, no, great question. I mean, I think in general, like building a community involves uh, a few things. Uh, number one, like not having me and Avalabs necessarily have to facilitate everything. That's where the community really starts to, to blossom and grow. Um, you know, I think collaborations between the applications, we see this a lot, like uh, Banky and Trader Joe are collaborating today. Uh, we've seen uh, Banky announce that they'll be collaborating with like Anchor from Terra. Uh, seeing these natural um, um, collaborations between applications on the ecosystem is what really, really, really excites us. Um, I know, I know you guys also, I believe, have been talking. Um, I know you guys are integrated with Ave, right, on Avalanche, given the way the mechanism works. So that's that's really cool to see. But you know, would also love to see kind of more uh, integrations with other native DApps and and ways that there's e ways that we could funnel more money in the lossless lottery. I feel like there's a ton of um, ton of unextracted value there uh, that I haven't given enough thought to, but you know, a lot of that money is effectively just re returning a yield and is a free option for users. So you know, some of the DApps that I would maybe talk to are like a, a Yield Yak or a Snowball, uh, who develop strategies in terms of uh, auto compounding and and also just ways to loop money. I think that those could be interesting if there's a way to build strategies there. Um, also, maybe uh, it, there could be some interest to work with Platypus in some way, who's a who's a native, um, um, uh, uh, I guess, similar kind of application as Curve on Avalanche. And given the fact that you guys use USDC in a lot of ways, maybe there's some maybe there's some potential to generate actually even higher yields there because uh, there, there's interesting mechanism there to learn about. Uh, so I just think that there's, there's just a ton of conversations to happen. And obviously, you know, if, if anybody in the community needs introductions, they can always contact me and happy to facilitate those. That's great. Okay. So I've got two more questions for you. Uh, the first of, well, I'll give them both to you and then however you want to address them. The first one is um, how do we onboard more people uh, to crypto including like normies, like just people who like, like a, my mom or, you know, cause this is, this is what pulled together. We, we want to be an on-ramp for uh, people into crypto, into a safe and, and fun environment for people to start experimenting with crypto. So that's one. And the second thing is I would love to know uh, other things that you're excited about for 2022 
in the whole space, across the space from where you sit. Uh, I know you're going to say, I mean, Avalanche is great, uh, but any anything that you're th thinking about that you're excited about? Yeah, so in terms of onboarding new users, uh, uh, we have a lot of work to do on the UX in crypto. Um, I think that that's getting better. Um, we need to speed up. We need to accelerate that improvement a lot. Uh, so I think that we'll see, we'll continue to see some improvements there. And then, you know, that should onboard users, but also just like having some mainstream um, use cases. And this ties into my second answer in terms of what I'm excited about. I'm excited for real world assets integrating with crypto. You know, it's fun to have a lot of Ponzi's and like these various really cool DeFi apps, but it'd be really, really, really neat to kind of start to see more and more uses of real world assets. I know Ave started to spearhead this in terms of like, uh, a lot of the, uh, you know, collaborations with the Centrifuge and other real world assets that you can lend and borrow against. But, um, you know, the more and more we can do that, I think the better it is. Well, uh, Luigi, thanks so much for uh, coming to this Pool Together community podcast. If you have any, do you have anything else you want to leave us with? Uh, feel free to do that. Yeah, no, thank you for the time. Uh, like I said, you know, happy to be helpful and supportive of Pool Together on, you know, on Avalanche and in general. Uh, we're having our Barcelona uh, Avalanche Summit uh, in the third week of March. I encourage you guys to come. Should be a really fun DevCon and, and community conference for everybody to get together. So, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Barcelona sounds fun in March. That's great. Okay. Yep. Well, uh, yep. Thanks, or thanks, Luigi, for being here. And uh, thanks for listening to the Pull Together Community Podcast. Cox out. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Pull Together Community Podcast. You can visit pulltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pull Together Discord and let us know.